welcome to the Coin Vigilante Podcast, where you will get to hear laymen like you and myself talk about Bitcoin, cryptos, the economy, financial markets, and business in general. Together, we're going to learn more about business, financial markets, and Bitcoin, and we are here to do this together. Now, I hope you sit down, enjoy this on your way to work. Or while you're sitting down eating some popcorn, just trying to find something fun to do. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Alright guys, this is Carlos from Coin Vigilante. Just a really short introduction. Um, I have been involved in the cryptocurrency space for about four years. Um, if anything... My intro is, I am just a layman who understands Bitcoin and that there is a current problem with our economic system, monetary policy, and fiscal policy. Now, I started this podcast uh, with my mom, actually, because we are very focused with cryptos. We've been involved for about four years or so, and we think that, you know, especially me, I I really want to be able to express my ideas, opinions on, on what I think is it's just a, a really big deal that's going on right now before our eyes. And um, I've been actually writing a newsletter where I share some some of my ideas about Bitcoin, cryptos, the economy. I send one for free every week. But basically, the point I'm trying to make here is the following. There is a really big issue going on with our current monetary policy. And this has been the case for about 30 years. Ever since we removed the gold standard from our economy, from the world, in fact. It's basically been a downfall to the value of the U.S. dollar, tremendously. The dollar has basically lost 98% of its value um, you know, ever since its, its existence. And what does this really mean? What does this really mean? Basically, what's been going on is assets, assets, whether that's real estate, stocks, equities, metals, commodities, have been going up in value tremendously. Now, what does that mean? The top 10% hold about 50% of all assets. Meanwhile, the bottom 50% hold about 2% of all assets. So that tells you right there that there is a very big problem. The focus has been to expand and enrich the rich people's wealth. And what they hold, which is stocks, equities, real estate. And this has been facilitated and done by devaluing the dollar. Essentially, what's happening is the government alongside the Federal Reserve have been printing and printing away trillions of dollars. And this, instead of spurring economic activity, which should be the goal of all of this, it is actually just inflating asset prices. And that is a big issue. In fact, this year alone, we have seen one of the biggest wealth disparity and yeah, wealth disparity, basically. Um, and how, how have we seen that? Basically, what's been happening is we saw the market crash, probably one of the worst economic crises that we have seen since the Great Depression. Unemployment, I think, hit about 11%. We're still, I don't know, sitting around 5 6% or so. And, you know, there's literally lines of cars. There were lines of cars going miles and miles away in Texas for a food drive. People needed food. 
sitting in their fancy cars, waiting in line to get food in what we call the best country of the world, right? Big issue there. People are losing jobs. The economic system is actually kind of screwed. And as this happened, stock market crashed when the pandemic happened. And since then, we have hit record high valuations in the S&P 500, NASDAQ, stocks. Have you looked at Tesla and even Bitcoin? Okay. And what does this really mean? The government participated in one of the biggest, most expansionary fiscal and monetary policy that we have ever seen. Trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars printed and put into the system to supposedly spur economic activity. Well, let's think about how that's happening. They printed, they created 30% of all U.S. dollars, 25 to 30% of all U.S. dollars were created this past year alone. And so that should worry you a little bit because what's happening is when the government and and the Federal Reserve participates in quantitative easing, this money is put into the system by, by giving it to the private banks. Now, the private banks are supposed to be lending this out. People, no one's going to be borrowing money right now, okay? That is not, it's not really spurring any economic activity per se. What is actually happening is rather than lending this money out, the banks and the rich people who control the banks use it to inflate asset prices, stocks. And that is not what the bottom 50% hold, as I told at the beginning. We hold only about 2% of all assets, So what does that mean? Everything around us increases in value as our worthless dollars are devaluing in our bank account earning 0.0001% interest. Now, to me, that pisses me off. I don't know about you, but it, it just makes me mad. Guys, we're literally being robbed before our eyes and we don't think about it. No one thinks about this. And that is something that bothers me because we never really talk about money. Never. All we have been talking about right now has been politics, Um, you know, the Trump impeachment, this going on with the left, this going on with the right. We need to start thinking about one of the most important things of our lives, which is money and how it's affecting us and how monetary policy, fiscal policy is screwing us. Our purchasing power is essentially being lost, eroded away by inflation, not just inflation and in the consumer price index. But the inflation in things that we need, which is a house, right, which is a car, these things are going up in value. Stocks are going up in value. You holding your cash in your bank account is really not doing anything. And that's what most of us do. We don't hold assets. And so the point I'm trying to make is this. That is the problem that exists today. Now, for the first time in the history of humankind, we have been presented with an opportunity to exit that rigged system. And that opportunity is Bitcoin. And why do I mean by that? So basically what Bitcoin is, essentially money is a belief system. We give it value because we believe in it, because we believe it has value. In reality, the dollars are worth absolutely nothing. Every dollar bill you have is nothing. It's just paper. But we give it value because we know we can buy a certain amount of products with that certain amount of money. Now, we can also believe that Bitcoin is money. And so it it is a belief system. And the price of Bitcoin 
is is basically based on the demand and supply of it. Now, what makes Bitcoin so attractive and why is it the escape out the escape out of the rig system? Basically, it is because it is independent. You do not have a central entity control the supply of Bitcoin, right? And so no Federal Reserve chair can go and say, we're going to print away, um, I don't know, $2 trillion worth of Bitcoin. That can't happen. Only 21 million Bitcoin will ever be in the circulating supply. So what that means is that you can know for a fact that no additional Bitcoin will enter the system further devaluing your purchasing power, right? And that is an insane technological advancement that we have never seen before. And so we have this scarcity aspect to Bitcoin in that no central authority, no bank, no government controls our money. And that is huge. It is beautiful. It is decentralized. And one thing that I like to, you know, tie to is similar to what happened with um, Apple, Facebook, Netflix, Google. Google decentralized information. You used to only be able to get information from one source. Your newspaper, your local newspaper. That's basically all you had. Um, Now, with Google, it decentralized information. It let the little guy be able to go online and find information for literally anything. The amount of growth and information growth that we have seen thanks to Google because it decentralized information has been tremendous. What happened to Facebook? We used to just have physical relationships. Now it decentralized those relationships, those friendships. You're able to communicate through anyone, to anyone. Um, We can FaceTime, we can do any of these things. The same thing happened with Apple. It decentralized communication. We can communicate with other people. Netflix, the only way we could have watched a movie or a show was um, going to Blockbuster. Literally, that's it. Or the movie theater. That is about it. Now, Netflix decentralized um, streaming and, and watching and moving uh, movies and all that stuff, right? Um, so, you know, now you're able to watch a hundred different type of movies, different type of shows. And the same thing, actually Amazon as well. I can't forget Amazon. Amazon decentralized basically retailers, right? The only place where we could get stuff before was going to the mall, going out. Now you can get literally every product out there by just going on a website, going to Amazon. Now the same thing is happening with money and that is an insanely bullish and crazy technological advancement because we are decentralizing money, which is one of the most important aspects of our lives. It is decentralizing money and that no one controls it. No one can tell you how much Bitcoin there's going to be. There's only going to be 21 million Bitcoin. And that is a very bullish case for, for Bitcoin and this new technology that we are now experiencing. And that is why we're seeing the price of Bitcoin surge to $40,000. It was $10,000 about three months ago. And it is because institutions, investors, and people that want to exit this system are joining Bitcoin, are buying Bitcoin. The demand for Bitcoin is outpacing the supply of Bitcoin. All the Bitcoin that is being put into the system every day is literally being bought by PayPal, by institutions. Some insurance companies are getting in now. Um, And so the infrastructure 
is getting built around Bitcoin. And the demand for Bitcoin is there because we are sick and tired of this system. Now, there is volatility with Bitcoin. But that is not the point I'm trying to make. All right. A lot of people are going to say, well, you know, it's going to drop. It's going to. Guys, we are trying to exit the system. It is a very new technology. Obviously, at the early stages of something, you will see the volatility. But I am willing to risk, I don't know, 1% of my net worth, 5% of your net worth, however much you want to you wanna preserve. Guys, by holding your dollars in your bank account, it has been riskier than putting your money into Bitcoin. Because your money has been being devalued and being taken away by central bankers and by the government with irresponsible fiscal and monetary policy. Um, that's basically all I wanted to talk about today. Um, it's the first episode. I'm going to keep bringing some, some more episodes and I'm going to try to interview some people. So I hope you like this episode. Um, hopefully it made you think a little bit about money and how we're, we're getting screwed basically. And Bitcoin is the escape to this rig system. Thanks a lot, guys.